Hey guys, you are listening to Killer Cocktails, where the drinks are stiff, but the bodies are stiffer. This is a casual true crime podcast where two friends pretend to be bartenders and talk about gruesome murders. Each week, we feature a new cocktail, which has to tie into our stories. Although we are a casual comedy podcast, some of our subject material can be explicit. Listeners, be advised. Hey guys, welcome to a very special episode of Killer Cocktails. I thought I had something yeah, I saw, unplanned yeah. special, <laughs> and it took too long. Um, we <clears throat> are doing a Q&A this week, um, mainly because you guys are so interested in us. No, mainly because um, our lives have been kind of hectic. Very hectic. I'm a very busy woman, and I haven't got all day. <laughs> you s- what? Uh, <laughs> I didn't even get it right. Uh, Ursula from Little Mermaid. Oh, did she say that? Are Do you, I relate to her? Are you unfamiliar with Ursula? No, I know who she is. I don't remember all. You know I know who it's people. It's the whole point where she's like trying to play coy like she doesn't want to help Ariel when yeah. she really wants her voice. Yeah. And then she's like, I'm a very busy woman and I haven't got all day. It won't cost much. Just your voice. Was that your bosom yeah, dance? Yeah, she's, <laughs> she's this big bosomy lady. <laughs> oh, that's a fantastic. Yeah. Um, but yes. No. That's what I think of. When I'm a very busy woman, uh-huh. I always think of Ursula. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that speaks volumes to me. Um, um, who would have thought I am resonating with like a Disney, Disney villain? Cartoon, you know, yeah, a villain of all sorts. Um, so. But yeah, COVID hit and lives were turned upside down for everyone. I had nothing but time. I yeah. started many hobbies and now I have no time. Yes, because you started back up work. Well, my work, like normally works pretty like you're there and you're working and then you're done. But mm-hmm. There's all like I can't get any of my normal stuff done. So yeah. There's stuff I have to do at home. I'm still being paid for my time, but yeah, the, all the precautions and all yeah, that. it just is harder. And, uh, and, you know, in the meantime, Kimmy and I started our nutrition and fitness business. You're very busy women. Oh, Atlanta. got all day. <laughs> I, again, I think I've said this in the past, but like when I graduated college, I was so stoked to never have to do research or do presentations anymore and do lecture videos. And that's all I'm doing. Let me tell you from a selfish standpoint. Yeah. Waiting for you to finish college so that you'd be available to go do fun things. <laughs> and now you're immediately more busy. And you can't go do fun things. It's infuriating. And you are, we've appointed you, or you are self-appointed, yeah. fun, fun coach. Yeah, and you are my <laughs> toughest client. <laughs> it's just, it's hard because Kimri and I work essentially Monday through Saturday and now on Sundays. And it's it, it's rewarding. And we're super stoked that we, we built this new 16-week program and we're helping clients reach their goals. Um, but it's the front end of everything. So I keep promising you in a couple months and a couple months and a couple months, it's going to be better. All right. Um, so just, it's in my calendar. Um, but with that all being said, <laughs> in your calendar, bullshit. <laughs> um, but with that all said, we kind of had to reevaluate everything for the summer schedule. Yeah. The um, cadence of episode. Yeah. Pretty much we saw that every Monday we were going to be late on an episode and super stressed and frustrated about it. Yeah. And so since Jackie is our fun coach, she she kind of like let us in that we need to have more fun. So to have a better work-life balance, we're going to change the cadence of the episodes. We're going to start doing more of the uh, big cases and we're going to collaborate on them. And um, we'll be releasing an episode on the first of the month. And then if that episode is two to three episodes long, those will come out on the following Mondays. 
until until you know summer peters out and you know life kind of gets back to normal but we we don't want to leave you guys because we love you guys and we love doing what we do so fun recording uh, but i also miss sleep and my sanity yeah yeah <laughs> you can't you know a candle burned at both ends puts out quite a light but oh my friends and oh my foes it cannot stand that. How are you holding this candle? Is it like yeah. like this? Yeah, and then you're like in the middle, and then the, it's burning down. You're why like, would you ever have a candle? The whole point is you can't burn a candle at both ends. That's the whole point. Ah, oh. you're burning it at night. You're burning like, it in the morning. Idiot is holding it, bur- it in the that's middle. That's the whole point. <laughs> oh, I'm the idiot. Is that it burns super bright? <laughs> Damn but it, it doesn't last real long because it's going to get down in the middle and yeah. singe your fingers. Yeah. So you can't keep doing what you're doing. Yeah. So we just wanted to say thank you for everyone's love and support. We appreciate you, and we hope that we hope you, that the new way we record yeah. still gets you episodes every week, yeah. and it doesn't take as much of our time. Yeah, yeah. So we're we're still gonna be here. Um, we still love you guys, and if you want to hit us up on Instagram, I'll still be talking to you guys when everybody, I can. Everybody loves distractions. I yeah. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. I'm my squirrel episodes are <laughs> all over the place lately, um, but no, I think this will be good for for everyone. And now we want to jump into this episode, which is a Q&A. And the drink is? Wine slushy. Wine slushy. So what's cool about this one is there's a recipe, but there kind of isn't. So it's to taste and it's things that you like. So essentially you get yourself a bottle of wine. I love it. And I think rosé probably speaks to it best, like white wines. Mm -hmm. I I wouldn't think like a dark red would work in this or Mm -hmm. as well. Maybe it would. Um, and then just different frozen fruits. So we did like frozen peaches, strawberries, frozen strawberries, and ice. And ice you and blend it all up. And I think I saw that she was dumping like vodka in there too. No, you didn't. Did you? <laughs> Rot, <row. laughs> um, I'm having fun. <laughs> I feel like one of those cool moms who are like, <laughs> not like one of those regular moms. Yeah, no, I'm cool one mom. of those cool moms. Um, but yeah, everything to taste. Uh, I think. When she first made it, because now we've had it a couple times. Uh, the first time she made it, she's like, "Oh, like taste this. How does it taste? If you want, we can add like some like sweetener so, to it. Yeah, sugar, simple syrup. But I all, don't think you need to add fruit, any sugar. No. Yeah, there's so much sugar in fruit. And I must say, this is amazing on a hot day. Yeah, yeah. And it was a hot day today. Yeah, nope. I came over. You You're judged. Pants. You judged my pants. Why are you wearing pants? Because I burned my legs yesterday, <laughs> and I really didn't feel like forgetting sunscreen again like yeah i didn't trust myself so i said you're gonna be a little uncomfortable jacqueline mm. put on pants did you get swamp ass no but I, i'm not a real swamp ass person really yeah no i mean i'm not gonna say i've never had it i visit it from time to time <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um but today we are doing the q a because kimry was like we are so so stressed out that let's postpone the wine episode that we were going to do today it's a zero homework episode it's a zero homework episode <laughs> it was a last minute the teacher was like you know what never mind everyone gets an a i'm the putting final. on a video <laughs> yes because <laughs> i'm hungover <laughs> um so she did a cool little story on her instagram today and people submitted questions that they want to know about us or the podcast or about life in general who I knows it. i don't know what these questions are. i'm so excited uh kimry is going to text me a question and then I'll read Have it. You for already the, texted a question. In in theory, Kimry will be texting us questions separately, and we're seeing them for the first time, and we're reading them out loud for the first time. Okay. okay. And this one's good. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna have you. I'm gonna ask the question. Have you answer it? 
And then I'm going to tell you who sent it. Okay. Because you do know this person. Drea, under what circumstances would you find it absolutely necessary to kill someone? I... I'm going to say when I'm being personally a- attacked physically. Your life is in danger. And my life is in danger. And or someone else's life is in danger. And we've tried other means mm-hmm. to an end. Um, you know, I'm going to try to take out a kneecap or like uh, an extremity before I kill someone. Or we're popping out eyes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I Life or death situations. We've, we've talked about how, like, so for me, we've talked about how I would probably go to trial for overkill. If I was trying to protect my life, like I just wouldn't trust that they were done coming after me, and I'd mm-hmm. probably go a little overboard out of fear, just with adrenaline pumping through you. Yeah. Um, and then obviously, you know, it's appropriate to cause, like, if you have to like um, protect your treasure. Uh huh. <laughs> wait, wait, little That's side change. That treasure. The treasure. Oh, I'm so upset. Do you know how upset I am? I can see how you would be upset because you had a game plan. I had a game plan. I never put it into motion, but one day I was going to find that treasure. Oh, there's we're, a, we're getting there. There's a treasure that this uh, kooky old man who has a bunch of money and had treasure, he hid it, buried it, wrote a poem, limerick, whatever. And he was like, hey, uh, if you can figure out this riddle and you can figure out where the treasure is, treasure's yours. And it was like 10 years ago? Uh, I think longer. No, I think it was like 10 years ago. Forrest Fenn. And... You look how cute he is. Uh, so the millionaire who hid a treasure chest in the Rocky Mountains uh, says that someone finally found it. Yeah. But he... he you, you brought this up less than a year ago. Yep. And your, I assembled my team. Your plan was, you're like, I'm I'm going to assemble... Because we, we had a real... Two million dollars was in the chest. Yeah. Four people have died searching for it. That's crazy. Yeah. I remember I was talking to Matt at work because he, he had lived in uh, Colorado and he was like, nah. He's like, that... He's like, that treasure isn't real. That's just like a story and people go out looking for it. So mm-hmm. as soon as it was found, I sent it to Matt and he's mm-hmm. like, I know, I read it. Um, but you had assembled a team. Essentially, there was a, a smattering of different mini groups that would all go to trivia in town. Mm-hmm. Different trivia nights, different trivia. Like it was kind of, but you kind of knew who was into trivia mm-hmm. and had different strengths. Mm-hmm. And you're like, I'm going to create a super team of super smarts. Because I'm going to, again, tangent. I am not good at trivia because I can't pay attention for that long if I if I don't know the categories. I, you lose me. It's yeah. too loud. And then I want to talk to people and I can't. And I mm-hmm. want to be on my phone and I can't. And so I am not – I am the bald guy in the wheelchair in this scenario in the X-Men. I was like, where are you going with this? <laughs> you were assembling the I'm team. assembling the yeah, team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Xavier? Yeah. Yes. yes. Thank you. Nice you didn't job, Dre's memory. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. <laughs> Um, yeah, mm-hmm. Professor X. Yeah. Yeah, so you Professor X to the team, hadn't talked to anybody. I think you only told me about it. Yeah. And then... It was a road trip conversation. Yeah, then it was forgotten into the winds and wilds of the world, and then someone else found the treasure. Yeah. Ah, maybe he'll bury another chest. He might... Uh, I, I feel like there's a rumor that he might. Okay, because it we, was so fun. Because he got to write a book about, like, he made money yeah, off of it. Yeah, like, So it's not like it's... Can we can we promise each other, all three of us in this room, that we will go at least once on a girl's trip to go find this treasure chest? Oh, I was like, we go on girl's trip all the time. Uh, yeah, to, <laughs> to go find treasure? Yeah, yeah. We'll get chicken. Can I... Okay, <laughs> everyone gets to add something to it. Uh-huh. Mine is a little bit bigger of an ask. Um, I would like us to go whitewater rafting. Yes. As a part of that trip. Okay. Camry? Mm-hmm. 
All right. We're all in. It's, so a, it's agreed. Whiteboard rafting and treasure hunting. Kimri, what's your need? Oh, can I add another one? Yeah. I would like us before the trip to watch City Slickers. I love City Slickers. <laughs> one, two. And is there a three? I don't know. The cow. Yeah. I love Norman. The Norman. Okay. Kimberly, what's Slickers. your add to our trip? Can we finish it with, with like a little spa day? <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Bougie. We need so, the bougie aspect. So you guys can't hear her, but off, <laughs> off uh camera off Mic. microphone uh she's like can we end the trip with like a spa day or and here's the thing in my mind i'd be uh-huh. like oh i'd find like a cool natural hot spray uh-huh. no it's gotta be like it has to have like cherry cloth towel ropes uh-huh. i need three people touching <laughs> me <laughs> um no i think that hot adult, stones. what am i bringing to chicken. this you said that it, we had to eat chicken <laughs> Which is funny because I'm like, I don't want chicken. <laughs> I know, but you always do. I love chicken. In addition to chicken, do you need bacon. something else? Uh, bacon wrapped chicken? No, a bacon wrapped shrimp. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what? Are you, where are you I'm going? Trying, I'm trying to see if I had time later to go get some dessert shrimp. Oh. I told you about the firecracker shrimp and how they're gone? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, we won't go. Okay. So we next, don't need to talk about shrimp yeah. anymore. Um, okay. Did we answer that question fully? I think so. Yeah. Mine's kind of the same. Like I, I would never, there's no planning anyone's murder. There's no being so angry that I'm killing. Like I just, that isn't, that doesn't live within me. Mm -hmm. So it would have to be an act of, um, and I've gone both ways. Like I've definitely been a like freeze in place person. And I've also been a fight, not like a physical education, but like, so I, depending on how I react to whatever the situation, if it seems grave enough and dire enough, I feel like I could protect myself. I want to, I want to flex really fast on myself. So you're strong. I'm very, I'm getting so strong. I feel like you're, you're definitely stronger than me with the exception of the one time we did that like handshake battle. Yeah. I didn't like that. I felt so much stronger than you. (laughs) Your eyes get crazy. Well, it surprised me. Yeah. Um, it did me too. <laughs> um, no, uh, this was, uh, like, I don't know, probably a year ago, my friend Andrea was visiting and we, we'd been drinking downtown with my ex and we were like having fun. And for some reason we were walking, um, not in a back alley, but it was on the main street. It was like over one. Um, and we're walking and there's a parking lot to our left and I look and it was something out of a scary movie. There was this really tall, like slender man like tall like person and like the head was cocked and the hair was crazy and they were kind of standing weird and i was, was this just, a scarecrow i it was in the middle of the parking lot it was in the middle of the night i was like no and i grabbed andrea and i bolted and so like my fight or flight kicked in and i was like yeah nope and yeah i was like what's going on and i was like nope <laughs> and i took off come to find out it was some drunk lady in the parking lot who was oh. just like stumbling through life um but i it looked like a creature that I did not want to. And you meet. were like, bye. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. Um, I yeah. used to, when I would deliver, so I have a wild imagination. And when I would deliver papers, I used to always think that um, the the bushes that had sheets over them uh-huh. for the chill uh-huh. were people hiding under uh-huh. sheets. And it would, t- and I'd know what it was. And I'd be like coaching my, I'd be like, it's just a sheet. It's a bush. You're fine. Deliver the paper. Door to door service, Jackie. Let's get this going. And then I'd be like, that one's moving. I think someone knows and they're <laughs> hiding under that one. It was very scary. <laughs> so strange. Okay. We have our next question. Oh, wait. Who who had that question? I was going to make you guess and you're not going to get. Michelle. Michelle, Michelle? Michelle. Michelle. Michelle with one L. Michelle who did our- Michelle Michael of Michelle Michael Art. Who did our art. Who yes. did our logo. Uh-huh. Well, thank you, Michelle. Yeah. <laughs> Can we say your name again? Michelle. <laughs> Michelle. Michelle. Um, <clears throat> okay. Jacqueline. 
Favorite murder story the other person has told. Oh! This is awful because I can't remember any story we've ever told. Running blanks. Okay, I favorite story you have told me. Tell me how wonderful I am. I mean, I really did like. We got into a big fight about this episode because I do think that my story was really good, debatably better. But I really did like Murph the Surf. Yes, that was a really good one. Um, he was uh, the, the story is just twists and turns. It's a great Your story. Your story was also great. Smash, 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 smash. An accompanying video. Yeah. Um, that was Surfer on Acid. Terrible drink. Terrible drink. Good episode. Great stories. Yeah, all around great little episode. The episode was episode nineteen. Surfer on Acid. You did the hatchet hatchet wielding hitchhiker. Landed Murph the Surf. That's right. Yeah. So crazy. All right, what's the favorite story I've told? I think, uh, I don't know. Mm. I, because, this is only because I can't remember all of the things that you've told mm-hmm. me, and I also can't remember what stories I've I've covered. Um, <clears throat> but I want to say Hitchbot was the coolest little I was really twist. excited to trick you. That was my buddy Frank. Frank's yeah. recommendation was to do Hitchbot. Hitchbot. And it was, I was fun coming up with how do I tell the story where it gets to be a reveal that it's a robot. I just, I really liked it because, like, the things you were saying, you're like, he was at the park and he was decapitated. <laughs> and then I was just like, ah, why? <laughs> um, but that was episode 54 when we did Clover Club. Clover Club. Yeah. 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 And I, apparently I covered Sterling Barnett Span. I kind of remember that one. That one involved a train, right? Mm, Sterling was on a train. Hold on to your butts because this case is going for a wild ride. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on our website. Oh, my God. <laughs> At first, Sterling seems like the most likely suspect for a brutal murder oh, no, in a small town. Oh, no, it was the old lady's town. house with the, he had the the church pamphlet <gasps> and the, remember that one? I do remember that one. Yeah. Okay. I should go listen to that episode again. Here's a flip question for you. Okay. This is, this is not, come here, you didn't text I'm just curious oh, guess, now. guess who asked that one? Oh. Uh, Stacy. She, she was the one who came to our live show in Oh, that's Madrid, really fun. All the way from Portland. That's cool. Thank you, Stacy. Um, what is your favorite story you've told? While you're thinking. Okay. I really liked the one with the dude who escaped from prison with helicopters multiple times. Oh, yeah, that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> that, that one I was so excited to tell because it's crazy. Uh, that was for uh, the French just, 75. And I didn't know I loved French 75. That was fun. What a crazy drink that is. Careful. I love that one. Yeah, that's real, real cougar, cougar juice. juice. <laughs> um, with, again, without having any memory of all of them, um, I'm going to say when we covered Tupac and Biggie. Oh, that was fun. Because I got so wrapped up in that entire story. Yeah. Like, well, I there were things to watch. Yeah. The music. Yeah. yeah, you get to kind of remember how much you like those guys. Yeah. Um, but yeah, great question, Jacqueline. <laughs> All right. Are you ready? Yeah. What has been the funnest, I know that's not a word, cocktail to make? Oh. I think, I, think <gasps> I know mine. Okay. I think my favorite one was the Spanish coffee. That was what I was thinking. Because of the fire. The fire. That was like... Well, in- we were like... That was at your old house. Mm-hmm. It was just fun. We were... Goofing, I thought for sure I was going to break glasses. Because we had that big bowl of a yeah. glass. Yeah. And, like, there's dogs everywhere. It Kitty was wintertime. It was yeah. a magical time yeah. of year. The only, like, after I thought of uh, Spanish coffee, I thought uh, 
the blue ocean shots because we kept <laughs> the most frustrating we kept messing them up yeah. and we'd be like and then we'd have to drink them and then we kept doing it and then we'd be like we didn't do it right like so we had to drink so because we refused to just pour and then i was like katie come downstairs you have to take someone shots else has with to us. drink yeah. these yeah no what was the most frustrating oh well if not that one uh or the most intricate the Game of Thrones fire one was hard. We yeah. kept having difficulty with that fire one. Uh, I was I was gonna say the most one of the most intricate ones um, was when we had to make that um, like the ice cream and the butter and the sugar. Oh, and I can't, I insisted that we make the entire recipe. Yeah, because you can't half a recipe. I don't. Yeah, I don't know why that math um, doesn't work. What was that? That was the um, sweet uh, butter rum, butter hot butter rum, butterscotch. No, mm. I think it was. Butter rum, hot butter rum. Hot butter rum. You're right. Yeah. And then we just had jars and jars and jars of it so in the freezer. So, and then I... And I feel like I was sick when we made it, so I didn't feel <laughs> right giving people leftover batter of something I made while I was sick. Well, then I didn't know that Phil was taking the jars out and, like, eating it by the spoonful. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but that's delicious. Uh, it's just, like, butter and fat. One of, one, one of the most memorable... It, and it wasn't even a, like a cool drink. It was like chocolate, hot chocolate and peppermint schnapps. But we went oh, out. We went snowshoeing. Snow yeah. yeah. And Jordan came with us. That was fun. Yeah. That was super fun. Um, and when we did the punch bowl uh, oh. episode in Portland with Kimry. Dude. That was a fun trip. That was, a that was all for trip. business. <laughs> it was a business trip. It was a business bu- trip. We could write it off. Trip. Oh, that was when we had great Portland chicken. That's when we had great Portland chicken. Yeah. That was good. There's been many, many a great drinks. Uh, but That's yeah, when I met were... Wiley the cat. The fact that you remember this cat is wild. To Do you me. think he remembers me? Sure. You know he has. Remember they told us he has like a fan club, like those girls. That was crazy. So we stayed at this Airbnb in like near Portland, and they were saying how and like this amazing couple, and they have an amazing house. Um, but he said that everybody falls in love with Wiley the cat. He's such a handsome ham, and so they're saying that these two gals will come into Portland, and if there's like not enough days like where they can stay, like they'll stay for two days, and then they'll go stay somewhere else while someone else is staying at that Airbnb, yeah, and then come back just to ha- hang out with Wiley cat. I mean, he's a good cat. <sighs> I love the fact him. that you don't have a cat is crazy. You know, I can't with my lifestyle. I know, I know. I need I mean, it's the same reason I don't have a dog. I don't have a lifestyle that is nice to a dog. I need ha- I need to have a roommate that has a cat, and then I can love on it and then give it back. There you go. Yeah. Okay, you ready for the next question? Okay. What true crime slash murder has stuck with you, whether it's one you've covered or one you've heard on another podcast? One hundred percent, Polly Class. Polly Class. I haven't told the story, uh-huh. but this the story of Polly Class scared the bejesus out of me as a little girl. Yeah, and it was why I didn't feel comfortable like walking to school by myself. Like it made me so. I, there was a, t- a period of time where I was sure I was going to be kidnapped. Yeah. Um, and it's just like, and I'll cover it, you know, at some point on the podcast, but the, the story of Polly class, she was a, a young girl in the Bay area stolen out of her home. Her parents were home. She was having a sleepover. There were friends there, like everything that would make you feel safe and comfortable didn't affect the, the result. Yeah. Like, and that one just, you know, freaked me out. I think, and you'll, um, I know nothing about that case, so I'm excited for you to. Tell me oh, more that about one's it. crazy, and that man is awful. Huh. Um, I think the one, one of the first episodes, I want to say I listened to my favorite murder, um, 
but it was the girl in the box. Oh, and like, I remember you telling me about that. Long, one. long story short, and I'm gonna get some of these details wrong, but this girl is hitchhiking, and this couple pulls over, and she, they're like, "Hey, do you need a ride?" And she like sees that there's a baby seat in the back, or like it's a and couple, it's a couple, yeah. So it's she gets disarming. in the, she gets in the car, and they ultimately kidnap her. And while she's in the car, they hold her down, and they they put this box around her head. So it's essentially imagine. It's a box, and I think someone I misremembered this. There's okay. like a hole in the bottom where your neck goes, and then yeah. they can close it, and and she it's soundproof and it's dark, and she doesn't know what's going on. And they take her back to their house, and they ultimately put her downstairs in a bigger box for her whole body, and then just keep her f- for a long time. And they do all sorts of evil things to her, and to the point where she's like kind of brainwashed and they like take her back to see her family and he goes with her and no. she, she's like i'm dating it like it is insane what this woman had to go through and i want to i want to say she was able to escape but i can't remember but ugh. just uh it's just awful the ones where people are captive for, for a really yeah. long time like the, I hate it. the tent in the backyard i hate and it drea what's up least favorite way to be murdered uh, all of it. Please, please don't. All of it. No, thank you. No, thank you. I'm annoyed. <laughs> um, yeah, I, yeah. Obviously, t- the quick answer is uh, in a scary way. Like so a like, prolonged way? Yeah, in a way where I'm like my imagine, like where I'm mm. left with time to worry about mm. what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. That like any sort of captivity that mm. also like going to a second location. Yeah. Like to me, that's always super frightening. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm I, not giving anybody any ideas. Please leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. I, I, all the, all of it's awful. Um, but yeah, I think, I think the prolonged or just having fear that they are also going to go after friends and family. And yeah, I just, all of it. I hate it. I don't like it. You guys, you also got to think like to be killed by someone who you care for. It's got to be awful. Uh, no. Uh. To, being being to ha- murdered is terrible. To um, to have friends and loved ones killed in front of you, and uh. then like to witness that and just oh to live through something horrible is awful. Yeah. I'm getting emotional. I don't like it. Next question. Yeah, Dre doesn't like it when I tell her that one day I'm going to die. <laughs> Okay, Jackie, what do you recommend doing in Benton for fun? Favorite place to eat? <laughs> oh, well, I was just looking at my watch to see if I had time. <laughs> so, <laughs> favorite place to eat. I mean, I have a bunch. I'm going to go through a list, and then you can, like, chime in. Obviously, regard, like, doesn't matter what you're doing. It can be an appetizer. It could be dessert. It could be your meal. Like, whenever you can fit it into your time out go to zydeco it is it is one of the fancier places in bend but i will you can still wear jeans and a shirt. yes doesn't it's, matter it's There's bend no fancy in bend you can you get yourself some they probably would appreciate it if you, if you dress <laughs> up like, but no one's going if to. somebody wears another pair of goddamn chacos in this goddamn restaurant yeah. chacos in patagonia you're fine <laughs> <laughs> so uh barbecue shrimp oh uh, the appetizer oh it needs to be a full meal I will 100 pi- They made Yes. Please. Look at look into my eyes. If they had doubled that recipe, wouldn't you double that price? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> oh, you got to get bread. Now it's $2 extra for bread, but yeah. you got to do it. Yeah. Cuz you got to sop up that sauce. 
So you got to go to Zydeco and get some barbecue shrimp. Yeah. Um, garbanzo beans. Garbanzo beans. So there is a <laughs> Mexican food place on 3rd Street called Don Gabino's. It's right next to a really sketchy bar. Yep. Uh, it it's is, newish. Yeah. It's real good. Yeah. Everyone at work, like everyone who's tried it, like goes in with this like half eye roll and is like, well, because yeah. we've been stuck in Central Oregon it's with not no great, good yeah. Mexican food. And like every stuff, time something opens up, you're like, this is it. And then you're like, no, no, I, the shroud of darkness. Yeah. Yeah. No. Don Gabino's is where it's at. Garbanzo bean. Um, what else? I really like. Oh, sorry. I kept saying Don Gabino's and everyone kept talking about it. Yeah. And then Drea was a naysayer and she was like what's the fucking garbanzo beans everyone's talking about <laughs> it sounds like garbanzo bean <laughs> and then don gab gab don gabino's <laughs> is an odd name for yes a mexican food restaurant ben if you're listening garbanzo bean he hates that <laughs> um spork i really like spork spork is good it's kind of like a fusion of around the world yeah if you yeah. like bowls of stuff spork's mm-hmm. really good yeah I like that um, when there's a really long line, they'll come take your drink order and they'll give you a drink while you're in line. Mm-hmm. Great line management, in my opinion. <laughs> yes. I don't know why more places don't do that. If I'm waiting, get me a drink. Yeah. Because then you're going to sell an extra drink. Yeah. I would have had just one drink, but then you gave me a line drink mm-hmm. and then I'm going to get to the table and I'm going to need a table drink. Yeah. So let's just up your money here. Yeah. Um, d- Dogwood has good cocktails. Yep. If you want. Do- oh, Barrio. Barrio's Barrio. Barrio. Barrio is so good. It has tapas. Go during happy hour because then it's a little bit more reasonably priced and their cocktails the are good. churros are really good if oh, you're going to do yourself oh, a little dessert yeah. at the end. Oh my God. Um, Baldi's is good for barbecue-esque. Like, I feel like barbecue people don't feel that way. Yeah. I mean, but I do like Baldi's. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if you're in Bend. None of these people are sponsors. There's some- Sideco sponsor the show. Give me free <laughs> shrimp. Oh my God. That's how you know oh we Oh my God. It. What if... <gasps> do we get shrimp once a week or is it like an everyday thing? I mean... I, I feel like from a health standpoint, we can't eat it more than once a week. Ah, uh, well. Okay. Diet, dietary coaches say it's fine. <laughs> Everyday uh, shrimp. I will say the, the food truck industry has blown up and bent. There's so, some good ones. There's that chicken place that's good. Yeah. Well, no, I, even for just atmosphere, if you want to like go get like some grub and a beer and like hang out on the you lawn. Could have, you could have, a, okay, what's your favorite uh, food truck lot? Mm. There's like five or six to choose from. Yeah. Mm, what food or at, like atmosphere no if like you're gonna meet someone and you're choosing the place uh-huh. where would you choose to have everybody go in the winter i'm gonna do the lot because of the, the heat the seats, seats and, and they're the original yeah um food i'm probably gonna go to is it the podski or right next to the oh, podski yeah i forgot about them but you're right they're very um, good and i really like the food lot over by the hospital that has that big lawn and they got cornhole going and then they also have so Travis and I one time, this happens to me multiple times in Bend, where I'll like, well, there'll be too vague a description of where you're going because there's multiple places that are the same. Yes. Travis and I were going to meet for Monday Night Football, and he was like, oh, let's do like a food truck lot. And I was like, all right, let's go to the one by Costco. And he's like, okay. So then I'm like half a beer in. I'm like, where is this guy? And then I'm like, hey, where are you? And then he's like, I'm here. <laughs> and he's not there, and he's at the one over by the hospital, which is kind of by Costco. Okay. So yeah, over by the hospital. So the, the one, one by the hospital. Then there's the one like right by Costco yes. that has a really great sandwich place. The chicken place? No, it's a really great sandwich place. Oh, uh, Hogan, sandwich Hogan's, place. Hogan's Hoagies. <laughs> they have a good chicken sandwich. No, they have a great sandwich. <laughs> that's called the Hogan. I Maybe had you had chicken there <laughs> that I wasn't a part of. <laughs> I had a good chicken sandwich. Cool, cool, yeah. cool, cool. <laughs> yeah. 
And then you guys had to swap. There was one out in Sun River for a while that uh-huh. was really weird. And it closed and it'll never come back. And I kind of, it was nice having like different food options because there's like four places in Sun River. Anyways, you guys, to sum everything up. Oh, yeah. We love. Come to Bend and there's so much food and drink. So we love food so much. And it's also about your mood and who's with you and the time of year. So just message us when you're coming and then we'll give you live updates of where to go. We're also like, yes, we gave you the tip on the great shrimp. That's, I'm not burying anything. But I'm also not going to tell you some of the greatest places on the podcast. Like you got to direct message us and we'll tell you something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a secret bar. That's oh, all I'm saying. Oh, yeah, there is. Cajun Tots. Yeah. So McMinimins, you can, there's one here. They're all over. There's like 23 of them in Portland, which is kind of crazy. There's not yes, 23 there are, of them? I had this fight with someone. In there, Portland? Yes, there are there's like not 20, enough space. Welcome to a fight I've already had. <laughs> where? I there's was already corner, wrong. There's I was a, already wrong. I understand where your head's at. Seems unreasonable. Seems unreasonable. In Portland. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, there's like maybe 10 max. No, there's like 20. I'm going to have, I'm going to let you have this one, but I'm upset. That's too many. I, I'm just trying to speed you up on this roller coaster I've already been on. Anyways, they have an amazing campus here in Bend. There's a movie theater. There's live music. There's a couple of restaurants. There's a whiskey bar. There's a secret bar. There's all sorts of stuff. It's real fun. And Cajun Tots. <laughs> I'm going to ask. Oh, and a soaking pole. I'm going to ask this question. Oh. Not as it's phrased. Oh. And then you're going to get upset. And then we'll have to cut back and I'll ask you it the real way. Okay. How dare you ask me about my penis size? (laughs) What? Do the carpets match the drapes? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Now I'll ask you the way they wrote it. (laughs) Drea. Are you ready? <laughs> Drea, is your red hair natural? <laughs> I want to keep the original. Okay. Uh, um, I wholeheartedly believe that I should have been born with red hair. You it it really suits you. Um, but no, I if you see baby pictures of me, I'm like blonde, blonde, blonde. Um, a toe head blonde? A toe head blonde, if you will. Um, but as I've grown older, my hair is getting darker. That usually happens in the women with my fa- like in my family. Your hair gets darker. And then I'm also, believe it or not, I'm graying at 30, which is fantastic. <laughs> um, and haven't quite embraced the silver fox within yet. So I have started to dye my hair for the first time. And I now flip-flop between red and blonde. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Jaggy? Carpet smash. <laughs> I was blonde my entire life. And then uh, I feel like in college, maybe it started to brown out. And I had a real idea. I did too in college. It- <laughs> 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 Rolling brown outs. I forgot it. That's what you call them. Uh, yeah. And I just had a real identity crisis because I was a blonde. Mm-hmm. I'd been a blonde my whole life. Yeah. I, I was blondie. Like I was blonde yeah. and I wasn't. And then, but I wasn't willing cause I have these weird things. I'm like, I'm not going to do that. I wasn't going to dye my hair. And then my friends and I were doing a group Halloween costume and we were being X-Men and I ended up being uh, Kitty Pride who walks through walls and she had darker hair than me. So as my friend convinced me like to do a, temporary like it wouldn't be permanent dye my hair darker so i dyed it darker and then i was like oh this isn't so bad uh and then my friends were getting married i think it was when kim and griff were getting married so then uh my other friend 
I was dating this girl who's doing hair. This is when I ended up in Vallejo in a kitchen and she did highlights. And then I've <laughs> highlighted my hair ever since. <laughs> well, it looks good. Not right now. Now I got quarantine hair. Later this week. <laughs> quarantine hair. Be blonde, be blonde again mm. later this week. Okay, you ready? Yeah. Okay. Oh, interesting. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Jackie? Yeah. Are you married or in a relationship? <laughs> this Do is you- interesting that we got this question. <laughs> Uh, no, not married. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been dating Travis since essentially Labor Day of whatever. Now we're in 2020, so Labor Day of 19. Aw. Yeah. That's real cute. Mm-hmm. You guys are cute. He's a cute boy. He's a cute boy. Um, I am, I have never been married. And oh yeah, and I've never been married. Yeah. And, uh, I am, I am, I am single. Single and and mingle. Why can't I get that? Single and ready to mingle. There it is. I'm single and I'm too busy right now. But (laughs) if you want to show me attention, that's fine. (laughs) No, don't 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 send dick pics. No, no, no. I'm saying don't. I know. Well, you put unsolicited. Unsolicited. Please don't do that. (laughs) No, thank you. No one goes. What is this surprise? (laughs) Um, I know it's best case scenario. Everyone's just showing their friends and laughing. So don't do that. Yeah, I mean, I know it, it's um, it's hard to believe that a catch such as myself is on the market. <laughs> uh, I like wine slushies. Oh, my God. <laughs> there is a catch. Be discerning. All right, are you ready? Yes. Baby girl. Oh. You so damn fine, though. I'm trying to know if I can hit it from behind, though. Is this Andrea and or Carrie? Or... Uh, Christine? Mm-hmm. Christine! <laughs> <laughs> um, Christine, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yes, you may. 100%, yes. Oh, that's funny. Oh, girl, I didn't know you followed the podcast. What's up? Oh, that's really fun. <laughs> um, what about you, Jackie? <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> because as I learned on our uh, our trip to the coast together, you are completely straight. Oh. <laughs> Did we ever tell that story? Um, have we? I don't think we. Okay, told wait, wait. We have to podcast. tell the story because right. now I sound creepy. Tan- Let me take that. Tan- Tangent story. Okay, so Drea and I have taken a relatively impromptu. Yeah. Oh, very impromptu. It was like the day before trip to the coast, and we're in my Forerunner, so we're camping, and we're just camping in the Forerunner. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm doing a Snapchat story. She gets mad at, or Instagram story, and she gets mad at me because I'm like, "Look where we're camping." She's like, "Dude, we're oh, here you, right you now." Keep, yeah, you don't understand <laughs> that you have to lag time when you're telling, especially not just your own story, yeah. but strangers. Uh-huh. You don't tell them where you are, and especially when, when, and where you are when you're camping. Yeah, but they're just friends we haven't met yet. Oh, Drea, <laughs> I'm not gonna get murdered in my car with you. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. Okay, so uh, it's our last night camping. Uh-huh. And it's pouring rain. Yeah, I feel like we, we were kind of mellow that night, too. Yeah. Like, we, we had, like, mellow. we watched the sunset at the beach, and, like, we'd had, obviously, I had clam chowder. Mm-hmm. Then <laughs> the whole trip, every meal. Well, I wonder what I'm going to get. You're going to get the clam chowder. In addition to some sort of shrimp dish. And then you do the one cracker at a time. Because you don't want to be soggy. I get it, but it's so cute. And you got to find who has the best chowder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so it's so our last night. We had played Racco. Uh-huh. Racco's super fun. Super fun. All right. So we're like chatting and having fun. And then it's like, lol, we've brushed our teeth. It's time for bed. We're snuggling into our snuggling into our sleeping, sleeping bags. bags. 
Uh, I have like little twinkle lights were on in there, and it was like bedtime. The ambiance was a, a go. So romantic. <laughs> so I turned the lights off, and we're like, good night. And then it's quiet for 10 seconds, 15 <laughs> seconds, like just enough time <laughs> where it felt like you'd always been thinking about something. <laughs> and then Drea just goes, Jackie, are you completely straight? <laughs> And I just pa- I just pause for a moment, and literally in my head I go, no, 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 don't confess your undying love for me right now, no, don't make it different. And, and then I immediately realize what you're asking, because, yeah. because uh, 15 okay, seconds prior. Okay, so on my end of the story, we're snuggling in, and I'm trying to get comfortable, and her- And, for- I, see, and I see that you're like fidgeting. I'm fidgeting, and like her forerunner is just like- It's just slightly less than six feet. It's it, like not- Yeah, and so I'm I'm scrunt, like you can't go all the way straight with your legs, <laughs> and so it's a slight bend, and it's fucking annoying. And so and I'm- I tell you this whole, because I can tell that that's kind of what's going on, uh-huh. and I tell you this whole story about when I was on my sabbatical and I built this sleep platform back there because when I when you elevate it over the wheel wells and you use the back of the seats that you can get like a full six feet plus yeah and like the so I had described how it had been <laughs> and so then that she would understand why it was a little bit scrunched and then so in my mind that story had just happened yeah and we were settling in and I was having a <laughs> hell of a time on my side so I was like Jackie are you completely straight? Like, are your legs completely straight? And then it was just silence. And then we're both like, no, 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 no. <laughs> then we laughed so hard. Oh, it was so funny. Oh, yeah. No, that was, that was good. That oh. was a good time. Um, anywho, how did we get onto that story? Uh, it was about our trip to the coast. I don't remember what the original question yeah. was. Yeah. Well, you're welcome for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. We are going to take uh, a short break because I have to piddle. And we'll be right back. Boom. Hey, guys. It's me, Drea, coming to you live for the intermission. I'm actually by myself for this intermission because we forgot to do it. (laughs) That happens sometimes. You do realize you're not live, right? Uh, I just want to be. (laughs) I want to do another live show so bad. Um, But thank you, Kimri. Everybody, that was Kimri and her voice. (laughs) Congratulations. You're welcome to everyone. Um, Okay, so right off the top, we're going to read off the donation station, people, because thank you so much for making our lives that much better. Um, Carl, we can't remember if we shouted you out last time. So Carl, Thank you for your donation. It means a lot. Sandy, you're amazing. Nace, hell yeah. Carrie, what's up? Stacy, you're our man blue. And Elizabeth, y'all are amazing. Thank you so much for your donation. Again, everything goes right back into the podcast to buy cocktails, to um, help with editing, and to help with our sanity and help with our wallets. So everything is much appreciated. Um, I'm also going to take this opportunity because I'm alone to bring up the fact that we raised enough money to buy Jackie a star. You guys, we did it. This is my favorite thing of all time. I love pissing her off. I love getting her riled. And I love that you guys are also helping me getting her riled. Um, and so the other day we did a post to, uh, suss out what we should name her star. And it's come down to two choices. We have, I'm annoyed and the interrupter. 
So what we're going to do, um, so tomorrow, Tuesday, we're going to put a poll up on our story on our Instagram. And if you want to go over and choose the name uh, between those two um, for her star, we will narrow it down and we will present it to her. Um, she has no idea that I'm doing this mid-roll and she probably won't listen to it because we've all done the edits and we've listened to this episode a thousand times already. So this is amazing. <laughs> no one tell her I'm telling uh, talking about her right now. <laughs> Don't spoil the surprise. Um, and then hopefully by the next episode, we can present her with her star and we can all look at it together. <gasps> we can all look at it at the same time and look at the same star. At this ah! I love it. Okay. Anywho, I'm going to wrap this up. Um, you guys are awesome and I hope you enjoy the rest of the show. Bye. I can't believe that was from The Price is Right. Yeah, I didn't even really watch it that much. So funny. Carrie loves that show. She, like, it is her dream. We were all going to go in and buy her tickets to it, and then things didn't work out. It's Judy. Yes, yes. What is my show? I don't think I want to go on a show. You want to be an audience of a show? No. Come on. Like, what show? Any show. Be in the audience. Have you ever seen the show Friends? Um, they had a live studio audience. Is that the one with like Barney? No, and that's Ted? The, it's got like Ross and Rachel. Mm, was that like from the seventies? Is that like a really old show? <laughs> Two can play at this game, Jacqueline. Okay, you ready for another question? Okay. Will you please do a raffle to come? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> What is it? Will you please do a raffle to come meet you ladies? Of course, proper background check required. LOL. Oh, that's fun. Someone wants to meet us. Honestly, if you just get yourself to Bend, we'll go meet you. With the background, background check. check. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, yeah, there's two listeners. Oh, yeah. One. COVID uh, just like derailed it. Yeah. One gal who helped us with a, a gift basket in the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Alarissa, you are amazing. She's still going to come down and like visit and have a beer. And then we have Stacy, who we've met at the live show in Madras. Right. And she didn't kill us the first time. So I'm definitely going to get a beer with her again. <laughs> we'll meet you in public. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but no. Oh, that's so Yeah, get get yourself to bend and we'll again we're very busy ladies. We just went over that, but we'll we'll wiggle time out. Yeah. Fun. Kimmy, you can handle uh, background checks. Sweet. <laughs> Drea. Jackie. What is your favorite true crime period and why? Uh I have a second I have a follow up question, but it's unrelated, so I'll let you answer that. Are you saying the word period or did they <laughs> what is I read that I put the wrong emphasis on the wrong syllable. what's your favorite true crime period and why like true crime period like Like true crime yeah okay i don't know how decade like era yeah i there's still another right off the cuff i'm gonna say the 70s because it was the the prime prime. time of the prime um but i really like like old old. you like old shit that's that's my jam my, my answer is probably going to be, I tend to like newer stuff. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes I cover things where I'm like, ooh, is there like weird liability stuff? Because yeah. like it's still like, it's all alleged. Yes. And then do you, you like solved crimes? Um, I like solved crimes. I Well, I guess I'll also say like, I don't think I'm as bothered by unsolved. Like I. Really, because of the couple times I've told you a story that doesn't have an ending, you lose it. Yeah. 
Because I'm such a good then storyteller pro- that you want to wrap up. Yeah. 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 <laughs> this is probably more accurate. Yeah. No, that's a good question. I, what I don't like is when you tell me a story and I react to it and I have inflammatory things to say about the killer and then yeah. you tell me that they're out in the world. Mm-hmm. I don't appreciate it when yeah. that happens. Like the monster of the Andes? Yeah. I would yeah. you know, maybe change my tone a bit knowing that they were. <laughs> because the monster of the Andes is definitely listening to podcasts. You don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and if you like like uh israel keys who freaks me out completely mm. would google his like he'd google shit he did yeah and so i don't like the idea knowing that some killers might google things and be like oh here's these two girls talking about yeah they live in bed and let they me, said just come meet yeah meet me let me just and, figure like, this one out do a background check <laughs> again i said earlier no thank you <laughs> yeah yeah okay here's the follow-up what is the tipsiest you've gotten while testing drinks oh my lanta. I'm going to say... It's happened a couple times where we realize it got away from okay, us. Okay, wait, wait. I'm going to try to start from the beginning. Um, mimosas. Oh. That one? Mimosas, we were like, oh, are we capable of doing this show? Because <laughs> we, we were like, we were going to do a triple record? No, double. And it was out at your house. Yeah. And... um tiny little tiny home and we i obviously can't get a small bottle of cooks you bought the most ridiculous bottle of champagne it's economical obviously and you can't just not drink the whole thing and i don't think we were super tipsy in the episode i yeah i think it was hitting it bubbles man bubbles get me and then we were like oh we definitely can't do another episode like we need to eat yeah so and we couldn't go and like we also couldn't go anywhere and i didn't have food at my house so we rode bikes down yeah. to the local brewery and we you got a double ipa a triple ipa no, I got a double IPA. And then I was like, I'll and have I don't think that I realized too. it when I ordered it. Uh-huh. And then you got it. I just was kind of surprised you were getting an IPA. Because I didn't feel like, at the time, I didn't think you really liked beer, beer. Like, No, I love IPAs. Yeah, but I didn't, I didn't really know. Okay. But again, we were we were new fast friends. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah. and then we ate burgers and had very, we were not sobering up, which was the plan <laughs> of our lunch. We're like, let's go eat some food and like this will fix it. And yeah. then when we get back, we can record. So by the time we got back, we we're like, this problem hasn't changed. Yeah. It's gotten worse. And we were like, we're definitely not recording another episode. And then we just watched a bunch of true crime. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Until I sobered up and could drive home. Yeah. Um, I Another really memorable one was uh, out at Kim and Griff's house when we did Moscow Mules. We could not stop giggling. We got the giggle so bad. And then, so not only- We were- recorded half an episode before we realized it wasn't recording. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then, then to re-record and it was even what ended up that was the hardest episode to edit because <laughs> even without like the, the 40 minutes that were lost uh-huh. what I did have was all giggles <laughs> and then we you have Rasta dog doing stuff oh, yeah. and then um, I couldn't pronounce any of the Russian names you had oh you kept having your phone Google kept talking oh my god I had Google and that like, kept setting me off I just Google thought that was the funniest thing, thing in the world names. that was so funny and then, then you're you're, I remember you had Google saying one of the names, uh-huh. and then Alexa went, did you mean? And then I was like, oh, my God, the computers are talking to each other. <laughs> it's happening. Oh, um, funny. And then, sorry, I have another one. Yeah. Uh, Edward Forty Hands. Oh. <laughs> yeah. That was where, that was the first time I'd ever seen you drunk. Yeah. Because, like, we'd, we'd been tipsy before. Oh, I've been drunk, but I can usually hold it together. That was the first time I was like, oh, this is, like, being at a party with your friend, like you were drunk and you were saying silly things. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I've never seen this before. And I wasn't as much because I was slow drinking. Uh-huh. I, I just can't chug things yeah. like that. And I just, I was like, I'm just, you were like, chug I'm them done and with these. Yeah. yeah. And it, it definitely rocked you harder than it rocked me. <laughs> yeah. 
Do you have, can you think of any other episodes where we were um, pretty tipsy? I mean, you hit really good ones. I'm trying to think. Uh, oh, we got accused of one recently where, like, all my friends texted me and were like, um, you're a little tipsy on that one. What was like, Sex on the Beach? Sex on the Beach, yeah. yeah we got well, little- and then we were talking about sex. <laughs> <laughs> Are you drunk right now? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, um, we have a cocktail podcast <laughs> with a dash of true crime. I uh, French 75s, did that get us? Uh, No. It has out. I feel like I've gotten one out. I was like, ooh, careful. No. Yeah, who knows? Yeah, I'm trying to think any Sex like, on the Beach was weird because we started drinking, and as soon as we started recording, I was like, hey! That, yeah, I was just like, who is this? Uh, oh, I mean, definitely not the drunkest, but the snackiest was shrimps. Oh, So much shrimp. So we went to Zydeco. We got, yeah. like, to-go Cajun shrimp. If... We had Costco shrimp uh-huh. of two different styles. Yeah. If we're being honest, one of the, if not the most drunk that we ever got... Um, was the punch episode, but not on the episode because oh, we were in Portland because we went to the Punch Bowl Social and then super fun. We went to H- Huber's Coffee. No, we went to Chicken before Huber's. Okay, Chicken and then Huber's and then the underground bunker place with the corn oh, nuts yeah. and we introduced the, her to Kim, corn we nuts. Never had corn nuts before. She loved. But them. then we stopped at a corner store and no. we got her some corn nuts and she was like, No, we no, no. stopped at a oh. She wanted. I heard a corn store. <laughs> Did you say corner store? Corner store. <laughs> That's really funny. And we got her corn nuts, yeah. and she was like, "No, no, no." She only liked the bougie ones. Yeah, they, yeah, they yeah. were obviously. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Well, that was a night. And then, do you remember the scooters? <laughs> I like. They're not a part of my memory of that trip because that was frustrating. You and Kimberly could not. We figure couldn't those. get those stupid scooters it, to go. It's the and then like, you'd be like, "You guys, it's just like this." And you get on, you be like, "Man," <laughs> and you take off, and then you stop and be like, "Hey, what are you doing?" And then you tell us what you did, and we'd be like, "And it wouldn't go." And then you go, "It's just like this," and off you go. Awful. That was one of the happiest times I've ever <laughs> yeah, been. But you yeah, but like a wizard. I did. Yeah. You're a wizard, Drea. <laughs> um, okay. I have another question for you. Okay. Okay. Jackie. Yeah. You ready? Yeah. What is the one unsolved crime you wish you could have the answer to? Oh, we've oh, we've talked about this. I A little aside, I met a new friend and we went what? hiking. Oh, my God. Calm down. No, you already told me about and, um, And she learned about the podcast. So she, That's right. she start, uh, started looking. Listening to the podcast, and she had her friends listening to the podcast. Anyways, we were we're hiking, and I was like, "What is one unsolved case that you?" And they're like, "We deep dived into that." So like, I keep having this conversation, but I keep not having a good it's answer. The, it's the ultimate true crime podcast question, and we I feel like we talked about this recently ish. Uh, John Bonet is a huge mystery yeah. that goes in a lot of different places. People feel like they kind of know the answer, but they kind of like. That'd be one. I'm not super into that story, so I don't really want that to be my answer. But I'm trying to think of like what unsolved or you know what? We just did this stupid I would love to know Peterson. Yeah. I was thinking that. To to either be so wrong yeah. and be surprised. Like it would be kind of nice to be like super surprised wrong. Yeah. Or just really rub your face in it. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> would you want to know like who Jack the Ripper was? Oh, I would want to know that if he was somehow H.H. Holmes. I know this, the timeline doesn't quite fit, yeah. but like if he was oh, somebody you, else. You wanted to know um, Black Dahlia. Yeah, I still want to know Black Dahlia. Like, I think I know. It's George Hodel. Yeah. 
George, George Hodel for sure. I I would say the um, Zodiac. Oh yeah, I like you know what I like Zodiac because there's prevailing theories. I think I agree with the like main theory there. It would be Zodiac. Yeah, I, I'm gonna choose Zodiac. What about, that's a fascinating story. What about Tupac and Biggie? No. Yeah. Zodiac. Yeah. Because I also want to know, like, tangentially, was it just what we think was a Zodiac? Was there anything in another area? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Yeah. When it, yeah. I Like, all of them, but... Israel Keys would be interesting because he claimed a lot, but then, I mean, they really only have a couple names, and then, then they wonder, like... Was everything made up? But then it met like just the scale. Yeah. Uh, but no, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Zodiac. Okay. I I, I think I, I keep going back to Black Dahlia. I just I want to know for sure. Or Tupac and Biggie. I don't know all of them. Okay. All you want to know all the answers to all the questions. Yes, please. Okay. All right. Here we go. Uh, Drea, how long have you been friends? And when did you decide to do the podcast? Which is my favorite, by the way. Oh, thank you. Um, <clears throat> let's see. We I'm started Russell Crowe real fast. We started working together about six years ago, and um, you were in, you you are in a managerial role, so we kind of kept our distance for a while, and then I weaseled my way into the office. And yeah, you weaseled your way close enough in ranks where I felt like I could <laughs> I, I could fraternize with you a bit. And then so we we started becoming friends and we were hanging outside of the the office, and then I I started getting into podcast, and then you started telling me some true crime podcasts to listen to. Because I had just learned, like, I I was on a big road trip back up from California, and I'd listened to Serial. Uh-huh. And I was like, have you listened to Serial? And that was, I think, how we had started talking about that. Yeah. And then I, I would be banking, and I'd pop out, and I'd be like, oh, my God! And then we'd be like, oh, he did it? Oh, he didn't do it. Oh, he did Oh, keep going. And then I'd pop back in, and yeah. I'd keep listening. And then we started talking about Bear, uh, Bear Brook and Bear Brook? Right. Bear Creek. Bear Brook. Bear Brook. Bear Brook. And then we we just kept talking about podcasts in the office and like all these gruesome murders and everyone was like, hey, Because everyone stop. is to a degree interested in true crime, yes. but like not at the level that we were and they didn't yeah. really hear about it anymore. And then I got super into My Favorite Murder and I kept telling you about episodes with them. Yep. And I listened to that. And and, I really liked it. And then we were spitballing one day and I was like, I think we should do a podcast. Like if nobody wants to listen to us here in the office, we should just do our own. And then that resonated with me because I had already made a fake podcast for my friend. <laughs> and I was like, well, I have a microphone so you can get a mic. They're not that expensive and I can record it on my MacBook. And I was like, we'll just do like, to me, it just seemed like a funny thing that we would do once, maybe twice. Uh-huh. Uh, but that it was just kind of a fun little thing to do and that it wouldn't really go anywhere and it was just kind of a joke. And then like you were like, because everything you do is Drea, you like Drea it out on it. And it was like, this is a thing. And this I, is what I got the microphone. I got like, the oh, software. Okay, cool. right, okay. here we go. <laughs> and we came up, I thought it was so cool that we came up with the, the cocktails and the tie. So that was like our twist on yeah. the podcast and true crime, you know, genre. And it when just... did that really come? Because I remember us like spitballing back and forth text messages for like names for the podcast mm-hmm. but where did we come up with i think i remember being, did we just want to do drinks yeah i think we wanted to drink and then i was like well there's beer ones and there's wine ones and then one of us was like well let's do cocktails yeah and then i remember you were like killer cocktails and then yeah yeah, yeah. and it went from there and then we're like michelle i was like michelle do our logo <laughs> oh we had a business meeting we had a business we went meeting. to level two yeah, she yeah. showed us some mock-ups on her laptop and then, what was it, six months, a, a year into it, then Kimmery started listening. It was a shrimp episode. And we didn't, 
oh, number 30. Uh, and we didn't know. So Kim, 30 for 30. Kimri had worked with us a little bit and then she left and then she came back and then she's like, I've been listening to your podcast. And then she's like, I want to weasel into shrimp episode. I can't remember how it all came to be. Well, she wanted to have a business meeting. So we went to Boxwood and like we sat down and she's like, this is what I bring to the table. And then was I, either. No, I don't. I, I think you <laughs> was like, this is not <laughs> that I was a part of. And then we were both like, why does anybody want to help us on our for free on this yeah. silly little thing? And she just really wanted to help. And and then now here we are. And we got producer Kimmery and yeah. the talent. We used to we used to call her <laughs> you the what? Oh, yeah, I'm so we sorry. Used to call executive, her the, intern. the president. And we were like, she does so much. I think she's like running things. I think she, has, she needs a promotion. Yeah, because I don't I don't do well with social interactions, so that's yeah. why I wanted a podcast. <laughs> timing yeah. wise, timing yeah. wise, yeah. I mean, met six years ago. Mm-hmm. I don't know friends for the last couple yeah, of years. Yeah, yeah, true friends. Shrimp friends. And then, and then, I mean, Portland. Portland. We became sisters. Fart pizza. Fart pizza. We, uh, Jackie and I, before Kimmy became part of the podcast, we, which my favorite, we went to see my favorite murder in Portland, and um, Jackie and I both like flirting with bed bugs. So I found (laughs) the level at which we will pay for it. So I found a Groupon for this sleazy, sleazy motel. It didn't have a screen on the and window. And it was right the street. street. And it was right. <laughs> it was, it was near Univer- University Hotel we, place. We, first of all, we drove around that block trying to figure out that mofo guy. <laughs> Screw him because he was just parked in the entrance. And then we did five laps. And it was so tight in that little parking lot. And then, ah! and then do you remember we got pizza? And it was such good pizza. It was the fartiest pizza. So and then we're like, good. we have to go home. And we Googled it and it was right <laughs> next door. <laughs> We thought we were so far. <laughs> like we're gonna do we have to Uber? Like do you remember this the thing big is? beers we had? I have a I have a video so, of you so going so yeah. Strong. Yeah. Uh, yeah. heart pizza. That's how you uh, know your friends. <laughs> um, okay. Would you ladies be open to covering more bigger famous cases like you did the Scott Peterson case? I personally funny you should ask because that's the new plan for a while. Uh, I personally don't know a lot of the details about some of the bigger cases, but would rather hear about them the way you ladies tell it. That's fun. That's super fun. Well, Lily, guess what? You know what? We should do that. Let's do that. On a dime. Let's yeah. flip it around. We're changing everything for you, Lily. Put the thing down, flip it, and reverse it. No, I'm super stoked to actually do this because we've talked about doing this in the past and how often we would cover big cases because yeah. we usually don't cover big cases. Well, we were trying to figure out what's the cadence. We had this conversation the other day. We we're like, what's the cadence? When do we do them? Do we do it every so many episodes? Do we do when we feel like it? Yeah. So I, I think no. it lends, from a scheduling standpoint yeah. and from a fan standpoint, I think it And it I, I think both. the the first big case that we're going to start covering is something that you've mentioned maybe once or twice like before two, yeah. in a previous episode. So mm-hmm. it'll be interesting to cover that finally. Uh, all right, here you go. Ready? Yeah. What crime story got you interested in true crime? And would you ever do a paranormal episode? Oh... Okay, I I'm gonna I'm gonna struggle back around, but for the paranormal, okay. I'm gonna do the one that Chell told us about. Like I would 100% cover that case. Oh, Detlev. Uh huh. Yes, because yeah. that one is so mind-boggling. Because it's to me. paranormal, but it's not. Yeah, because they're yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I w- okay. So if we did a paranormal one, I would probably do another story Chell told me. Uh huh. Oh, Chell. That's different. Uh-huh. Um, that's also kind of interesting in that way. Um, so yeah, potentially. 
Uh, I would do one where the possibility is open for it being paranormal, yeah. but could also be explained by. So maybe we do like a paranormal episode. Yeah, well, let's come up with like a weird ghosty drink. Yeah, alieny yes. drink. Uh, what got you in? I already answered. What got me into true crime was polyclass. That scared me and like made me realize there was crime and crime could happen to children. Yeah, and I uh, and then uh, obviously OJ. I think. What really got me into true crime was my mom. Like, growing up, we would watch okay. CSI. We would watch Forensic Files. Like, we'd you watch what, all that, sorts of stuff. That was what we would go. So my grandparents lived a couple blocks away from my, like, where we, like, my parents' house. Mm-hmm. And we would go. Sometimes they would take all three of us kids. My parents would, like, get to have a night out. But most of the time, they would just take one of us grandkids. And so it was, like, your special time with Aww. your grandparents. And, like, you would go and you would drink tea and you would watch British Murder Mysteries. <laughs> you'd enjoy orange sherbet ice cream. Murder, she uh, wrote. Yeah. Oh, Murder, she wrote. Yeah. Poirot. Uh, Rumpole of the Bailey. Like, all, like, <laughs> yes. Like, that, to me, yeah. So, uh, mystery has always been. Yeah. Um, yeah. What's the Masterpiece Theater that yes, would put yeah. on? Yeah. All of that, yeah. And I think... I think also, like, if I had to pick a case, it was probably Ted Bundy or Dahmer. Like, one of those, like, big cases where I'm like, there's no way that someone did Did this. Yeah. Or the guy who made um, people into lampshades. Um, Um, Ed Gein. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hannibal. Um, Okay. Next question. Two-parter. If you could have a TV show, what would it be about? It's kind of like the PowerPoint Like a talk show? Well, you can interpret it how you how you wish. I had always thought, just because that was my background, that uh, there would be a very funny sitcom based around retail workers. But they've it's a thing now; they've made it, so yeah. I don't need to make that show anymore. Um, I also, and this hasn't really—it's been done to a degree, but not. And I think it has more to do with the logistics of child actors. Yeah. Um, but working at a preschool for so long. The dynamic between teachers with each other uh-huh. and parents and kids. I think there's a great show with kids saying the darndest things, how adult teachers are with each other when there aren't children around. Like a reality show? Or? No, no, no. Like a there's a like show a like scripted that. Scripted with preschoolers? Uh there's a there is a show. Yeah, about teacher. Yeah, yeah. Because there's a million like high school teacher shows. No, no and, like, like I'm pretty sure like smaller kids, at least middle school, if not younger. No, I want little kid like Little kids. Be careful how you phrase this. <laughs> On the show that I'm casting. <laughs> yes. Because, uh, and again, I think it's really hard to work with children that young because yeah. they can only be on set for so long. And, like, yeah. They're not great actors and yeah. they don't, you know. They're not great actors. For the most part, children are <laughs> awful actors. What can they do? <laughs> They can just be charming on their own when yeah. they're precocious. Yeah. But anyway, I that also, again, these are very old ideas yeah. that if someone has now made millions of dollars off them, kudos to them. Kudos. Yeah. But I, I, I like the idea of like being a showrunner on a scripted show. Mm-hmm. Not into the reality stuff. And if I had a talk show, it would just be a standard talk show and it'd be fun. Yeah. I thought, okay, so it's not a TV show, but I would, I have always wanted to be on a set of like a comedy like movie. Because mm. I think the outtake, like, I think you're just having fun, like, well, or a show. On a good like, set. You want to be on a good set. Yeah, yeah. Or, like, 30 Rock would have been so much fun. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. You know, like. Perks and Rec had a great set. Yeah. Um, but if I'm going to be honest, for a TV show, it's because it's selfish. I either want a, a eating TV show or I, I want a traveling TV show. Like, oh. where you go travel the world and, like, you get to, like, talk we about. We should have a travel show. Yeah. Yes! Yes! Eating and drink, like do a cocktails. And there's murder. A, there's <gasps> a go. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're going to incorporate all of our love. There's a really 
good show that was on. You used a bit once when we were doing Spanish coffees. You found this show. Um, it's called Drinking Made Easy. Yeah. And it's funny. They would just go around on a bus and they'd go to different towns and be like, what's this town known for? And they would do cocktails. Yeah. And they were just kind of funny dudes. Yeah. So like a, t- like a different version of that. Yeah. Where we're like, oh, this town, like here's some famous murders. Like yeah. Travel Channel. Hello. If you need somebody. We're very personable and we love to travel and have cocktails. <laughs> we're like mildly personable. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Jackie, second part of the question. If your life had a theme song, what would it be? It has one. Oh, my God. I, I mean, I already know the answer to this question. Okay. The theme to my life yeah. is Carol King's Beautiful. The lyrics as it starts is, you got to get up every morning and show the world a smile on your face. It's all about just bringing positivity to the world. Oh. And what you put out is what you'll get back. And there's like, even like sad little people sitting on a park bench, like that can even be beautiful. Like put it out there. It's all about, it's, it's a very positive song. And starting your day that way and... It might not come back to you, but it'll come back to you. I'm like really upset on how good your answer is. <laughs> oh. Sorry. Yours is probably, let me guess. Yours is like this. <laughs> okay. I was talking to Kimberly about this. EDM is so good because it's. It's for the most part always happy and upbeat and like energizing and like I don't what you get out of it is what I get out of ska so I agree I get it <laughs> because like if I listen to mellow music I it puts me in that music like in that mood and I can't get out of it you're too much of an empath for music yes yeah I was I just learned this Kimry just yeah. told me this about myself <laughs> I think here's my and this is a uh, I I understand the tone that's going to come from this and I I don't fully agree with how this comes across uh, okay this come it comes condescending is how it's going to sound and okay. I don't mean it that way. Okay, just stop being sad. No, 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 oh. no. Uh, I feel like there's no message in EDM. What I love, no. what I love about '70s rock, and like there's incredibly powerful lyrics, and when they were written, like there not only is the music musical instruments and woven together and guitar solos and drum, you know, bass lines and drum beat. You've got all this music happening with beautiful lyrics that mm. mean something that are talking about society and they're reflecting upon things and they're getting you to think about things differently. So to me, when I like judge computer music mm. and when I have that condescendingness, when I talk about it, I, I think that's kind of where I'm coming from is I don't feel like, cause again, I'm not exposed to it. So I'm coming from a place of ignorance mm-hmm. that I don't feel like it's saying anything. I think that's where our brains are different and I'm not probably speaking to, for everybody who listens to EDM, but I, I don't do well with words and I don't do well with mm. stuff like that. And so for me, even when there are lyrics, I don't ever listen to the lyrics. It's hard, hard for me to, it has to be the hundredth time I've listened to it. Then yeah, I'm like, yeah. Oh, they're talking about, Peaches we were and talking cream. about this the other day about, about <laughs> listening to lyrics. Like, I like getting an album. This is part of why I like vinyl records. Mm-hmm. But I'll do this with, like, just, like, CDs or, you know, an MP3, too, is I like listening to the album that the band made. Mm-hmm. They created the track list. They wrote those songs. All those songs belonged together. The producer has a big part of it, too, of, like, the ordering of tracks. But I like listening to the album, grabbing the liner notes, reading the reading the lyrics as I hear them, mm-hmm. maybe playing the song back when I'm like, oh, I love that lyric and I got to hear it in its plate. Like, yeah. So I am so into the word. I just yeah. love, I love words. I love words. Yeah. And talking. But, so like when I listen to EDM, there's, 
there's vocalists on yeah. some of them, but you like can ignore it's re- it. It's, it's a- really the 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 vibe and the feeling that you are getting from everything. It's more like classical to you. It's more like oh. just like music. Yeah. Yeah. We I think we've had a breakthrough here. <laughs> uh, where where did that come from? Uh, oh, theme what, song. Theme song for your life. So do you have one or not really? I'm, like I'm, it would be some like. I'm going to say EDM music. I don't know be, the names of anything. Okay. But it would okay. be some sort of like, what kind of tone would it have? Uh, actually, and would the tone change? I would just it, found this video of this guy and I don't even remember, but I think it's called Tropical House. So it's more like. It's like the a little islandy. <laughs> the beat is at like a one twenty ish, okay. uh, one ten to one twenty, and it's like more islandy. You have like saxophone in there. You got like the good vibes, like summer vibes. Yeah, yeah. So I I like any of the like horns. Mm-hmm. Get a good horn section. In there. I mean, I played <laughs> trombone growing up, so that's obviously why it's got a little piece for me. But like big band, like I like. There's so many genres. They're so good. All right, are you ready? Yeah. Uh, what's been your least favorite job ever in your life? <laughs> um and your most favorite okay oh because i'm first okay um <laughs> um can i say this is no one's listening okay <laughs> <laughs> um and you can if you don't want to say the name of the company yeah, you can I, say the type of job yeah. it was i i was like going through my my plethora of jobs I, I worked at a farmer's market i've been a, a beer cocktail gal i've bartended i've worked for a construction company i've worked for an adoption agency i've worked for retail i've worked all over the place um i think the worst job oh and i worked at the hospital um, oh, yeah. The worst job was working for a chiropractor place. Oh, yeah. And I I will stick things out, like, because I know that there's a shit period and yeah, you have a learning yeah, yeah. curve and you got to get through it. But this, I th- don't even think I lasted a week. And I cried every single night I came home. And just the way they ran everything was really it weird. It did not jive with you. They um, they double booked everybody. And so, like, like an airplane? You'd have two people show up at three because they're hoping that somebody won't show up. Oh, that's such bullshit. And then they get mad when they get off schedule, but the doctor can only see one person at a time. Yeah. And then on the schedule was written that I had to go get the doctor a protein shake. And like make it multiple times a t- day and go find him. And it was just, it was, and then there's cameras in the breaker. It was just, it was too much and I just couldn't. Yeah. Um. And so I, I, I went in one morning. I was like, obviously this isn't working out. <laughs> and I left. <laughs> um, yeah. That sounds that, awful. I remember, oh, I remember you did not like that. No, I was very sad. Very sad panda. Mm-hmm. Um, what was your worst? I mean, I've only ever had like two jobs. <laughs> um, well, this. I love Three. all of them. Okay, so uh, Paper Girl, uh-huh. loved it. Yeah. Uh, retail, mm-hmm. been in the same place for forever. Love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Podcaster. Top, top Preschool, <laughs> loved it. Uh-huh. And this. So I've only ever loved my jobs. Uh-huh. I don't do things I don't like. Uh-huh. Um, I just go, mm, no, thank you, and I just <laughs> go do something else. So was there uh, any- if I've ever flaked on you, is I didn't like whatever <laughs> was going on. Um yeah, I mean, least favorite, I didn't feel like I could teach my whole life. Mm-hmm. I never wanted to be, like, you just, you see burnt out teachers that are just, like, short with kids, and they're over it, and, like, there's just so much asked, and there's no, there's just a lack of resources. Like, I knew I couldn't do K through 12, because mm-hmm. I just didn't agree philosophically what was being asked of, like, you go through all this training, you learn what's appropriate, and then you go into the workforce, and they're like, cool, all those things you know are inappropriate, we're going to ask you to do. 
And it just philosophically didn't jive with me. So I guess I would say just the I, teaching in its current form, mm-hmm. I guess, was why I didn't want to do that as a career forever. I really liked it, and I left still enjoying it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Would be my answer there, I guess. Um, what about your favorite job? Uh, my current my current job I truly love. Yeah. And like if I won the lottery, I'd still show up the next day. And yeah, I like because we've talked about like if we were able to go on tour, or, like say the podcast got really big, and you're it like, would well, be a real. Push I would from, still work where I'm working, and yeah. I was like, God damn it, Jackie. From the scheduling, <laughs> like this would have to be huge. Yeah. For it to huge. be untenable to be at both, and yeah, and that would be like it would break my heart. I truly, I, I really, really love my job. But uh, but this is super fun. I really like this, too. Like, this is, you know, yeah. I, I do really enjoy this. So these, these will be matched with each other, I guess. Yeah. I think the easiest job I've ever done was being a beer girl. I got so much money for doing nothing. Oh, and because yeah, yeah. I was like, drink Rona. And they're like, okay. <laughs> like, perfect. Um, I think the podcast has been super fun. Not that it's. It doesn't feel like a job. I it doesn't just feel like a I job. I don't categorize it yeah, the same yeah. way. Um, I think that's why it's hard for you guys to schedule me for this because I don't <laughs> view it the same way. You nailed I treat it like fun, and it's like, oh, fun happens when fun happens. <laughs> you can't schedule fun. Uh, but I really think now that Kimmy and I have, like, started this nutrition business, I think I'm finally, like, on a career path that, like... Well, this I've, I've talked to you about this. Mm-hmm. I've talked to Kim about this. I've told you, Kim and I have talked about, like... You're in such a different place, like from av- from an objective person who doesn't live inside your brain. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're so much happier, mm-hmm. and you're just in a, like a healthier place. Yeah, I think once I was able to get my own health under control, and then like I kind of found like my purpose, like I want to help others, like find their inner happiness. Mm-hmm. And this, I told Kimry this like a couple months ago, like. I've never been this consistently happy yeah. in my whole life. And That's it's just super exciting. So I just really feel like now I'm like on the right path, which is I, really that that awesome. resonates and jibes with me because I what I love about anything that I do, things that I'm passionate about are putting people on a path. Yeah. And every job I've ever had, with the exception of being a paper girl, uh, <laughs> was putting someone on a path mm-hmm. and being a part of their path. And you're either a big part of it or you're a small part of it or you light a spark or you're a huge part of getting it going. Um, and in my role, you know, in my in my real job, in quotes, I've done that in so many different levels of like just a surface interaction with a customer or, you know, now it's bigger and it's with employees or like there's, I just enjoy being a part of either someone becoming a better person mm-hmm. or doing something that means a lot to them. But like, yeah, the, the building of someone on a path, I, I totally get that. There, there's so much intrinsic reward there. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And after 10 years of going to school, I might as well. <laughs> good, good, good golly, I'm glad I like it. <laughs> let's, get some, let's get some intrinsic and extrinsic reward. <laughs> All right. All right, here we go. Uh, without any other context, what's the last text you sent? Oh, no. You guys. Um, what did you send? I don't know. Look. No. <laughs> what did I last send? Okay. Or what, so, what's the last text message I just got? Let's, let's do both. So my, I'm going to ignore the ones that are Kimmery giving us questions for this thing. So my last, <laughs> my last one I received was from Kimbo. And it says, it's crazy good. And it's talking about the beans video. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, damn. Uh, It's crazy good. Yeah. And then the last one I sent was, you're coming out for 4th of July, yeah? 
Nice. Um, oh my God. No scrubbing for the most appropriate. <laughs> no, uh, I was just reading it cause I hadn't. So it was from Christine who actually just sent us a, a thing, but we're in a group chat with all the California gals. And, uh, she says Nick's niece saved his sister's asshole ex and her phone like this. She's like 10. And then there's a screenshot and it's pound sign, pound sign, pound sign, or hashtag, hashtag. <laughs> Oh no, my age is showing. Head is a homeless biatch. No company, but he's known best for his lies. What? I don't know. Yeah. There's a poop emoji. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then the last one I sent, uh, I've I've gotten so many texts and sent so many texts. I have no idea. Cop out. No, I just... Give Give me a... Find one. What's the last thing you sent to somebody? I hope you have a kick-ass Monday. There you go. That's okay. a great text. Thank you. What a nice thing to say to someone. Yeah, I'm nice. <laughs> you know you're not. Hey! Uh, <laughs> I'm very nice. You are very Thank nice. Thank you. You're also kindly mean. Uh-huh. To my <laughs> friends. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, another question. Really, these are all of our questions? There's so many questions. How much time do you typically devote to researching, writing, and recording? Uh, Does it ever begin to feel like more work than play? If so, what moments bring the passion back? Recording is always the fun part. Yeah. So, like, the recording session days where we hang out, those are always the most fun. Mm -hmm. Or when we have to do, like, a field trip, obviously. Because, like, a typical day (laughs) when we record is Jackie comes over to Kimberly's house, um, and we have the cocktail stuff set up, and we we banter for a little bit, and then we talk about our days, and then we set up to record the tutorial video, Mm -hmm. and then we do the taste tester, and we do the teaser photo, and then the cocktail, and then we sit down, and we in theory, start recording, but it's hours of us just jib-jabbing. <laughs> uh, and it's really fun. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, researching the story is way less fun because that's just homework. Mm-hmm. Depending on what, like, if I love the story I've chosen, it's less like homework. Mm-hmm. Um, it just depends how busy I am or if yeah. I had, like, more fun things to do and then I pushed it off and I was like, oh, God damn it, I got to do this. <laughs> I have to know what I'm talking about. I'm always amazed on the stories that you really, really get into. You don't look at your notes. You were just telling me a story story and you... Because I got a weird memory like that. You have all... And I'm so jealous of it. And then for me, I spend so much time picking a story because I I really want it to be a story that resonates with me. And then I do do a lot of research and I compile. It's all my goddamn schooling. And then I compile all the articles and then I rewrite it and then I I just and it's usually it's size font of 14 cuz my eyes are bad and then it's like 8 to 10 pages worth of yeah. stuff. Mine mine will never really go past 3 or 4 pages, smaller font, but cuz I'll I, I don't read it verbatim and I'll just like, oh, and I'll catch some the more I read, the less I was familiar with the story, the less time I had spent yeah. on it. I have to, like, get all the details right. But if I had a ton of time and I got things from a couple different, like, if I listened to a podcast or if I watched a show or if there's a couple of different, like, mediums for getting it, mm-hmm. um, then, yeah, I'm just telling a story. and Yeah. And, and then, sometimes my details are off. <laughs> <laughs> and then I would say it feels like work, like doing research and then, like, doing the edits can get really time-consuming. and we De- Depending on how... Yeah, how yeah. quick the turnaround is for an episode, and yeah. if there's very little time to edit, that can be... Yeah, because we, we do everything ourselves. We do editing, we do social media, we do 
the website. We do like, we do everything ourselves on top of our our real jobs. And you got to think like if we recorded an episode that was an hour and a half or more, mm-hmm. then you not only is it the hour and a half to listen through, it, but then you're chopping and moving. Yeah. It's like so it it takes a couple hours to edit. But I w- I would say you're right. When when we sit down and record, that's when the passion comes back. That's when yeah. I'm like, this is why we do this. And then also. When we get new reviews on iTunes or people reach oh, out on Instagram God. or when people email us with their like the interaction with fans is yeah. huge because like we've had we've had like a spectrum we've had people be like you make my Monday that much better to yeah. you pulled me out of a really dark place yeah. and I think the whole spectrum of listeners who write in um, I think that's so incredibly we amazing do read them. it is cool yeah um, so that's where the passion is um, okay I get to read another one perfect. Because it's the same person. Yeah. Um, how much time do you... Oh, okay. And for my fiance, <laughs> uh, what, have, what has been the most interesting stories to research? Are there any that you want to cover but can't find enough info? Ooh. Actually, I just, for the wine episode, there was a story I really want to cover, but there was like no information. So I oh. I, I did a flippy floppy thing and made it eight pages and I did it. Oh. I made the word count. <laughs> <laughs> I will pretty often find a story that I love the tie to the drink. And there's just, it's not enough of a story. Mm-hmm. It's like a really cool blip of a story that either ties in really well or it's just a really fascinating tale, but there's not enough to dra- to draw it out to be able to talk to about talk about it for even 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of stories I have to like kind of push by the wayside because there's just not enough meat to what happened. Yeah, yeah it's not, not even like if it had been really dived it's just like oh this happened like there's only so many things that happen and so much to know about it maybe we should do like an episode of just little tidbit stories yeah kind of be cool because there's a handful of really interesting ones that i'm just like ah it's not enough for an episode to talk about yeah Yeah. i would love to i can think of one specifically in my mind where i'm like oh it's such a neat story but it doesn't fit anywhere yeah no i would love to we should do like a little mini bite show Little little mini cocktails. You could get like cocktail shrimp, like little the little ones. <laughs> you just want shrimp. You're yeah. so hungry. <laughs> are you ready? Yeah. Do you have any words you refuse to say or that are hard to say? Example, moist. People don't like moist. Um. Well, right off the bat, I was like, well, I can't say a lot of things, so I'll. You re- cannot say burglary. Fuck you. I mean, you can't. I edited I can't. that. I edited that episode, and I was like, "This is amazing." Burglary, <laughs> burglary. You got it. I did. I did okay for half of that. Yes, you did. Burglary. Um, I don't know. Yeah, it's just my tongue and my mouth and my brain. Who knows? Um, so there's. I. I. Uh, I'll reword a lot. Like instead of yeah, using I, a word yep, I can't yep, yep. say, I'll do something else. Um, but especially like the Russian one with all the name. I was just like, I can't stumble my way through all of this, or mm-hmm. I'll spell things phonetically. Um, I. I try to tone down the cursing because I curse like a sailor. I know. Um, I but sometimes it slips. But I. Um. You know, that's just who I am. Fuck it. (laughs) (laughs) That That funny. funny. Uh, Uh, There are, so I love words uh, and I will get annoyed with myself when editing if I use a word too much. mm. Like I just like, 
it caught and I liked it and I like it was the word of the day on your calendar. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, like my favorite word, my absolute favorite word that I try really hard not to use all the time because I like it so much uh-huh. um, is the word cavalier. Mm-hmm. I try not to be too cavalier hey. with the word, uh, but I really. <laughs> oh, you got, oh, you got, oh, got her. I just love that word. Yeah. Um, so yes, yeah, so there's like a handful of like favorites that I just, I try to be really cognizant to not overuse. Yeah. Um, is there a word I hate? There's phrases I don't like. And I apologize. People use these a lot. So I'm going to offend people by saying I don't like these phrases. Okay. I'm pretty sure you guys use these sometimes. <laughs> um, I don't like cool beans. <laughs> but we, I, somebody said it to me today. Are those the went, motherboards? Really? Well, yeah. We'll I say cool to, beans too all the time. Yeah, every time there's a little bit of a. <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like cool beans. I don't like. Um, there's other ones I feel like. Cool beans is one that is pretty prevalent. Yeah. That I don't care much for. Yeah, I don't know if they. Oh, I don't like. And this, I apologize. You guys both do this. I don't like K. Yeah. I don't like K or KK. Yeah. Why are you giving it to me twice? <laughs> mm-hmm. Period. It's the to me. It's the same as when I give you guys thumbs up and you can't stand it. Uh-huh. Same shit. Yeah. <laughs> I now I'm gonna respond to K with a thumbs up, <laughs> and, I'll, and I'll say cool beans. <laughs> I don't like it. You got crazy eyes. Cool beans, man. I don't even get it. And then like, there's the great scene. This is the only like redeeming factor to it. Is in uh, Hot Rod when like cool, 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 cool beans, beans, <laughs> cool beans, and like there's like a five minute segment. All about cool beans and how dumb that is. Yeah. But that's not the time cool beans is funny. <laughs> I don't think there's any like phrases that get me. Um, yep, yeah, no. All right. Yeah. Like I said, I don't listen to words. So <laughs> when you talk, I go like this. <laughs> yes, I go no. There's um not that this has anything to do with anything, but there's things that I can't touch, like um like wet pennies material. Well, well you can't do wetsuits. Uh-uh. I can do. Yeah, I don't have a tactile thing like that. My friend Lindsay cannot stand copper uh-huh. pennies. Uh uh-uh, uh, copper tabletops. Uh-huh. My friend Stacia's mom uh, can't do suede. Oh, when someone's hands are really dry and they're rubbing them on their pants and that it's catching. Uh, I don't like. Oh. oh, I do not like rooting through a freezer. Interesting. Oh, all the crinkle. Mo- no, <laughs> moving icy things. <laughs> Uh, cold things i'll do it because you have i mean just you like the snow yes no it's specifically things in a freezer interesting moving them out of the way to get other things in a freezer can't stand it humans are weird i know (laughs) we're all weird i don't think there's noises that really get to me oh i can't smell i should not smells that get to me you don't know what bacon smells like i know what bacon smells like okay yeah sure describe it to me it smells like heaven Okay, mm-hmm. you read that on a box somewhere. <laughs> okay, guys, we are going to wrap that up because this is a long Q&A. We didn't think we were going to get this many questions. I was like, it'll be 30 minutes to be a shorty. Thank you, guys, everyone who wrote in a question. You guys are awesome. Um, and if you think of another question, yeah, just DM us on Instagram. We'll answer it. Just ask it to yourself. Uh, no, just kidding. <laughs> no, let us know. You can slide into our DMs and then we'll, we'll post it on our story. There you go. Yeah. Or maybe we'll do, or maybe we'll do another Q&A because I guess you, know, you guys don't know all of us. Or maybe all we about do us, yeah. a, like, I'm, 
I'll bet we could arrange like, uh, you know, if people wanted to do like a, I think it'd be fun to do like a Zoom hangout. Like a town hall. <laughs> just like, you know, we did a live show uh-huh. and we can do that again. But like one where like you just go, hey, everyone, like if you want to get on it Friday at five, yeah. we're going to. We watch a movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Both have been. If you guys, this is my dream, y'all. I want to do a virtual movie night with you, all of you. And I also want to chat during it. I want to chat during the movie, and I want it to be a good movie. Yeah. Yeah, Jackie. I think it's really unfair for that to fall on my shoulders. You picked it. Uh, Kind of. Kind of. (laughs) It was such a bad Keanu Reeves movie. How much that hurts. Kim Reeves' husband thinks you have the worst taste of movies. That's so unfair. (laughs) His sample size is so (laughs) Is so small and also not me being like, hey, here's this movie I, I've seen and I love and I recommend and I yeah. think you'd like it. Yeah. I know your sensibilities yeah. and here. That's not how any of those situations went. Uh, okay, guys. He just thinks I'm a ridiculous person <laughs> yeah. that, that recommends silly things that are dumb, uh-huh. makes him go pick up sheds in the middle of nowhere. And you have keys. And so many keys. So many keys. That open so many doors. I must be such a, such a, a strange caricature to him. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't you? Kind of. Yeah. Um, you guys, uh, we hope you enjoyed this Q&A. Uh, hopefully you learned some cool things. Um, if not, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Normal episode next week. Ish. Yeah. Oh no. I guess it'll expand it. Yeah. Yeah. We're talking about true crime. Drinking a cocktail. It's tradition. It's tradition. (laughs) Uh, We'll see you next week. Thanks for tuning into this week's episode of Killer Cocktails. As always, on our talent is Jackie Andrea. Be sure to check out our Instagram at Killer Cocktails Podcast. You can also head over to our website, KillerCocktailsPodcast.com, where you can find more information about each episode, cocktail recipes, podcast merch. There's even a nifty little donation station button if you're feeling generous. We're a self-funded podcast, and all your donations do really help. Our logo was created by Michelle Michael Art, whose amazing work can be found at michellemichaelart.com. That's Michelle with one L. Our music was created by Nikolai Heidlust, and make sure you always tune in every Monday for hashtag Murder Monday. It's Drea. This is Jackie. P. I this think we got too funky. No, that's a different drink. <laughs> See, this is what happens. No, but no, but I get confused. <laughs> Mixed oh. up with the <laughs> Yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah. We didn't like any of the drinks. <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs>